feels like your hands are tied. You need accelerating my Hey guys, welcome to another episode of your Exhilarating Life podcast. I am Carmel Brown and today is Self-Care Tuesday. Today we are talking about boundaries and most of you have probably heard about boundaries and what boundaries are when they're needed and very often I hear people refer to boundaries as if boundaries uh, are something that you need whenever there's conflict or boundaries are something that you put into place in order to reduce some type of uh, escalation in a relationship or a situation. And so I just want to make sure that we define boundaries today and the fact that there are different types of boundaries and the fact that setting boundaries is a life skill it's a life skill that actually became popular by various self-help authors and support groups since the 1980s and according to wikipedia it is the practice of openly communicating and asserting our personal values as a way to preserve and protect against having them compromised or violated. The term boundary, according to Wikipedia, is a metaphor with inbounds meaning acceptable and out of bounds meaning unacceptable. Without values and boundaries, our identities become diffused or they disappear and often controlled by the definitions that others set for us. Okay. And as a therapist, you know, I'm very proud of the fact that this concept of boundaries has been widely adopted by the counseling profession. And so today I really want to really just hone in on identifying boundaries. Because You know, we could talk about boundaries for hours. And of course, I try to keep it under 30 minutes and really right about 20 minutes per episode if possible because I understand that people have things to do uh, and we can break it up and do things in one week on one particular area and really follow up the following week so we don't want to go overboard with it okay and I want to make sure that we understand that boundaries are helpful when dealing with people that are overwhelming people that are inappropriate, controlling, hurtful, lack accountability, people that we would consider to be selfish or what I refer to as takers. And we set these boundaries to avoid being controlled by these people and their thoughts and their feelings, their issues or problems and their behaviors. And according to NAMI, the National Alliance for Mental Illness, uh, boundaries helps with security or sense of security and our own emotional and mental stability. And also, we have to remember that boundaries reduces the likelihood of conflict in relationships. So it's important for us to understand that there are uh, unhealthy boundaries and there's healthy boundaries. 
okay? And remember, the main thing that I want you to understand is that setting boundaries increases the likelihood that we experience emotional and mental stability, okay? So let's take a break. We're going to dive into this right after the break. Hey guys, we're back from our break and today is Self-Care Tuesday. You're listening to your Exhilarating Life podcast. My name is Carmel. I am your host and we're talking about boundaries today. And prior to the break, we briefly defined what boundaries are for. You know, very often in my sessions with clients, when we're talking about boundaries, I often describe boundaries as kind of like a fence, a fence that we put around ourselves and around the things that we value to let other people know where the line is. And boundaries are critical in helping us to have healthy relationships with other people. And sometimes we find that the people we love the most don't always respect our boundaries. And sometimes it's because they don't know what our boundaries are or where they are. And it is our responsibility to ensure that we are clearly communicating to other people in our lives what those boundaries are and when they have crossed them or exceeded them or overstepped the boundaries that we've set. And we have to be consistent with that. And we also have to be assertive, okay? And we have to make sure that we are honoring our own boundaries if we want other people to honor them and adhere to them. And we also need to make sure that we are honoring and respecting other people's boundaries that they have set with us and for us if we want them to respect and honor our personal boundaries. And so having said that, I also want to make sure that we understand that there's different types of boundaries, okay? And also that there are boundaries that we set for ourselves, with ourselves, and there are also boundaries that we set for our relationships, okay? And once again, as I stated before the break, healthy boundaries are necessary to ensure emotional and mental stability, okay? And also to avoid being controlled by other people or being controlled by other people's needs and problems and issues and such. So they are critical to us being happy, healthy, and successful, okay? And so when it comes to setting boundaries with yourself, because a lot of people don't understand that setting boundaries with self are also a thing. We always look at that as something we do with other people. So it's really important to understand what your personal boundaries are. And for most people, our personal boundaries are the emotional and the mental and the physical limits that we establish to protect ourselves. All right. And sometimes that means a healthy routine with regards to ensuring self-care. 
and making sure that we're not canceling on ourselves. For example, uh, you set a daily habit of waking up at the same time every day and you start your day out with maybe some form of meditation or journaling or something to get in a positive and healthy mindset. And then you hit the gym or you go for a, a walk or stroll through the neighborhood or jog, whichever suits you best. And let's say that that is something that you've written for yourself and you establish for yourself and somehow you don't adhere to it. You, uh, maybe you do it once a week instead of five times a week like you committed to and you are not uh, seeing the benefits of that boundary or that uh, rule or regimen that you set for yourself. And for some people, it's making sure that you're connecting with other people uh, on a certain basis or frequency and you're disconnecting on a certain frequency and you're not adhering to that. Say that you told yourself you're only going to stay on the phone for two or three hours out of uh, the week and you find that you're on the phone for 10 hours out of the week or you say that I'm only going to watch television for one hour a day because it impedes productivity but you find that you're watching television several hours a day and you're not as productive therefore you're not as happy healthy and successful hey let's take a break Hey guys, we're back from our break and today we are talking about boundaries. It's Self-Care Tuesday here at Your Exhilarating Life Podcast. And, you know, before the break, we were talking about personal boundaries that we set with ourselves. I gave uh, our, I gave an example of setting a daily routine for health and wellness and not sticking to it. Um, and that being an example of personal values and boundaries that we set for ourselves because our boundaries are based on what we value, right? And so I want to briefly dive into just our boundaries that we set with other people and in our interpersonal relationships. Now, of course, we, we discuss relationships on Saturdays, so we'll talk more about relationships then, but you can't talk about boundaries without talking about boundaries with other people in our interpersonal relationships. And some of the most important relationships that we need to set boundaries in are uh, when we have dysfunctional families. There are a lot of people that experience dysfunction on an ongoing basis in their family relationships, and it becomes overwhelming. Okay. And as a therapist, I have so many people that come to me in therapy that struggle with this and have a difficult time setting those boundaries because sometimes people that are controlling and maybe take uh, or lack accountability when it comes to their personal stuff and they throw their personal baggage in their loved one's laps, it almost feels like an obligation at times for a lot of people. And so, when you come to a situation in which you have a dysfunctional family and 
there are controlling behaviors, you have to set boundaries. One example being overly demanding parents, okay? In this situation, very often children learn how to become uh, attuned to and also compliant to their parents' needs and their parents' feelings instead of the other way around. I cannot count how many times parents and children that it is not the child's responsibility, and I don't care how old they get, to be responsible for their parents' well-being. Now, once your parents become elderly and they need additional care from their kids, that's different. But when your children are young, when they're minor, they're not adults yet, or even in an early adulthood when they are transitioning into from being dependent to independent, because it takes a while for most kids, for a lot of them up to 30 years old before they're independent and self-sufficient. Just because they turn 18 doesn't mean that they don't need their parents to still be in tune to what they need, okay? And to make sure that their needs are being met. So it is important that we allow our children to become to remain children I see this a lot when I work with single parents that maybe they have a teenage son and it's like, oh, you know, he's like the protector and he he does this and he protects me in this way. And I also see that with their uh, adult or older uh, teenage uh, daughters where those teenage daughters are caring for their younger, almost to the extent where they are engaging in more uh, childcare and child rearing as their single parent. And that is a boundary that has to be set because parents are responsible for making sure that their children's mental and physical needs and emotional needs are cared for and that they're a priority, not the other way around. Now, having said that, I also have to mention overly demanding children because parenting is a role that requires a certain amount or an extensive amount of self-sacrifice and giving to make sure that our children's needs are at the very top of our priority list, okay? So a parent can become codependent towards a child if the role of caretaking or that extent of parental sacrifice gets to a place in which it is toxic or unhealthy or dysfunctional. That we are paying attention. Let's take a break. Hey guys, we're back from our break, and today is Self Care Tuesday. We're talking about boundaries and Prior to the break, I kind of briefly spoke about different family situations in which we need to set boundaries. I talked about overly demanding parents and also uh, demanding children and how self-sacrifice and giving uh, when it comes to our children can become unhealthy over time. And it's important for parents to make sure that they are aware of when this becomes unhealthy or destructive because if you are not aware and this persists long term it can become very problematic 
and ruin the relationship. So setting those healthy boundaries up front with your children and your adult children is very important. And getting in with a therapist can be very helpful in helping you to determine when that is necessary. Okay. Uh, let's just talk about, because uh, I, I work with a lot of parents in therapy and sometimes especially when children become adults parents don't know when to turn it on and when to turn it off meaning how much money should you be sending and how often and how long should you be sending money to your adult children at what point do you say you know this is excessive i am hindering growth where my child is concerned and i need to turn this off so that they understand that it's critical that they become self-sufficient and independent those types of things and one thing i always say in my therapy sessions when working with parents uh, is that very often uh, people don't know what to do as their children transition into adulthood and it's hard to know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and very often we have information and resources to help parent our young children, our minor children. But there is no no guide or manual for parenting those adult children. So it's really important that you ensure you have a support system and possibly see a therapist if necessary. Now, uh, another relationship I'd like to mention is just codependent relationships in general. This could be a, uh, a dating situation. It could be a friendship. Uh, it could be uh, a marriage. So, but codependency, usually what that entails is putting a lower priority on your personal needs and being excessively or overly uh, concerned with the needs of the other person in the relationship. And this can, like I said, can incur, occur in any type of relationship, at home, at work, in your friendships, romantic relationships, community relationships. A lot of times I hear about this happening in church relationships i get a lot of people in therapy that say they are in, 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 in some type of uh, volunteerism or ministry or, or something along those lines in their community or in their church where they believe that their personal needs at home with their families and with themselves takes a backseat to what the organization or the religion, religious uh, institution requires of them. Uh, and that takes a toll. That hinders a person's emotional and mental well-being. And very often in a lot of these institutions that I'm referring to, the people that I see in therapy say that they don't care or they don't listen or it is expected. Otherwise, you cannot be a part of or you will be looked at as not complying with whatever that uh, that institutional organization is requiring. And when you get to that point, because sometimes it can be a job too. Sometimes jobs are like, hey, we don't care if you're still up working until 11 o'clock at night. The job has to get done. We don't care about your health, your mental health, what you have going on at home. This is a priority and it has to be a priority for you to be a part of this organization. So it's important that these things are addressed. I strongly encourage you to address these things in therapy, okay? Now, the next thing I wanna talk about real quick, uh, your, uh, your family relationships when mental illness is a factor, okay? Setting boundaries when mental illness is a factor can be very tough for a lot of people because people with certain mental conditions 
can be predisposed to controlling behavior, okay? And we're gonna talk about that, especially personality disorders. Hey guys, we are back from our break and we're talking about boundaries today. And we're gonna wrap this thing up because we could go on and on about boundaries. There's so much information that is to be covered on this particular topic. So we will be talking about boundaries more in the future. But today I just really wanted to cover some basics. And prior to the break, I mentioned mental illness in the family and there are certain uh, mental health conditions in which a person can uh, be predisposed to controlling behavior. And, you know, those would be disorders such as various personality disorders, such as narcissistic personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, paranoid personality disorder, and then things like obsessive compulsive disorder. And uh, the list goes on. And sometimes disorders such as bipolar disorder, which is a mood disorder, there can also be some controlling uh, traits there. So it's important that we understand that when there are certain disorders in the family, it may require us to set a different level or uh, a different set of boundaries than you might have to set with other people in your uh, family system, family unit. And also with regards to friendships, you know, there are some friendships in which, uh, maybe their family boundaries aren't as clear or healthy as those in your family are. And so it's important that you pay attention to that, pay attention to how these people, whether they are colleagues or friends or family members or someone you're in a romantic relationship with, Pay attention to how you feel whenever you're interacting with them, when you're in the presence of them, and how you feel once you leave them or disconnect from them compared to how you felt when you first connected with them. Meaning, if you're meeting up with them for, let's say, an outing or gathering or some type of event, how did you feel when you were going and how did you feel while you were there compared to how you felt when you left? those things are really important no matter their relationship what is your emotional experience with that person and not just overall what's your moment-to-moment emotional experience with them meaning do you find that these are people that one minute you feel they're the greatest person ever and then the next moment you feel overwhelmed or you feel offended or hurt by them Uh, what's happening in your ongoing emotional experience with the people that you might need to set these boundaries with. And when it comes to, as we're wrapping this up, setting boundaries with yourself, I, I strongly recommend being consistent, being consistent and starting small and also making sure that you leave yourself the right or the freedom to change and revise as necessary. Now, I'm not talking about revising based on how well you're doing with it. More so referring to uh, revising as you see that there is a greater need in another area or maybe what you said previously wasn't adequate. So the other thing is 
be careful about social media. Social media can be so harmful in so many ways. So I encourage you to watch out for that. And we'll talk more about that down the road. But talk, talk about it. Make sure that you have someone, whether it's your therapist, if you're not in therapy, someone that you consider to be a healthy part of your support system. Talk about what you are dealing with, what you are experiencing, and what you need help with, okay? That's very, very important. And so when it comes to setting boundaries with other people, I want you to understand that it is critical that you are, those boundaries are, and that you are consistent with letting people know that those boundaries have been crossed and that you are uh, honoring your own personal boundaries, that you are allowing them to see how you honor your personal boundaries. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about that after the break. We're, we're wrapping this thing up here real soon, but it's like I said, there's so much on this topic but we've got to cover the most important things before we finish. We're almost done. Hey, let's take a break. Hey guys, we are back. It's Self-Care Tuesday. Today we are talking about boundaries. And uh, here most recently, prior to the break, we were talking about uh, boundaries in different relationships. And it's important that we set boundaries with our family members, with our friends and our significant others, and also with ourselves, okay? And so, I want to make sure that you also understand that there are so many different types of boundaries that we haven't discussed today, and hopefully we will get an opportunity to do so down the road because, you know, there's physical boundaries, there's emotional boundaries, there are uh, material boundaries, there are sexual boundaries, there's time boundaries, and there the list goes on and on. So it's important that we understand that there's different types of boundaries and different times in which we need to set those boundaries depending on the circumstances. And also I want to make mention of the fact that in our friendships, it's important that we understand that setting boundaries in your friendships and with your colleagues at work uh, may be more about just setting those fences uh, that I spoke about earlier but also managing a little windows, you know, little areas in which they have information about your personal life. You get to decide to what extent your friends know about what's going on in your personal life, in your home, with your parenting, with your children, with your career. And I want to encourage you to refrain from believing that somehow you're not being a good friend if your friends don't know every single thing about you. Uh, being a good friend does not require you to let someone in on every single aspect of your life. And, you know, at the same time, I want you to make sure that you are not lacking trust and you're not paranoid in your friendships and that you will have a healthy balance between knowing what's appropriate and what's not in those relationships. And, you know, we'll talk more about friendships down the road. More than likely, we'll talk about that on Relationship Saturday. But um, just wanted to mention that, okay? And so 
briefly, I just want to let you know what causes people to not have healthy boundaries. Usually it's because uh, there's some codependence. Uh, some people just have this, uh, this high level of neediness. And very often people who are needy or are codependent, they have this extreme and desperate need for attention and love and affirmation and pats on the back and affection from other people. And in order to receive those things that they need from other people, they are willing to sacrifice their personal identity in order to uh, have these things or to remove those boundaries and have that love and attention and, and all that that they need. Now, having healthy boundaries in a relationship is uh, when both people respect each other uh, and you're communicating those boundaries in a healthy way that entails uh, respect and an understanding. And also uh, that is free from criticism and judgment. So those healthy relationships you won't feel bad when you're saying, hey, please don't call me before. I stop answering text messages after 6 p.m. So if you text me and I don't answer, it's okay. Now, what you shouldn't do is just not answer and just leave that open for interpretation. Make sure that you are clearly communicating to people if the relationship is important to you, that that's a boundary that you're setting because that may not be a rule or a boundary that they have. They may think, depending on the relationship that that those hours are okay but not with every other relationship so set those okay and when you have unhealthy boundaries it's important to understand that you typically have a hard time saying no turning down offers and and all of that and requests and such so make sure that you are paying attention to whether or not you accept it and the need to be in the good graces of other people based on your yes or no. Remember this, I said in my book, the right people will love you no matter how many no's you give. Hey, let's, that's it. Let's wrap it up. We'll see you next time.